And welcome back, everybody, here on this stunning Thursday afternoon here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Glad you're with us. This is that time every week when we stop and we meet with our 3rd District Congressman, this time from Washington, D.C., there in his office, 3rd District Congressman Jim Banks. Congressman Banks, good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Pat. Good to be with you. Nice to have you here. You sound just slightly tired. (laughs) It's been one of those weeks. It's the first week back in session after a uh, seven-week August recess. So we're back at it. Uh, Unfortunately, it's not going well. And anyone who's out there who's watching, we have two weeks to go to pass a spending bill to keep the government open and to avert a government shutdown. And uh, we're going to end the week uh, later today without passing one of those appropriations bills to fund uh, defense and and, uh, to fund the, 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 the Pentagon budget. So I don't know how this is all going to turn out. I mean, I, I, as a conservative, I'm not going to vote for anything that doesn't drastically cut spending and also defund wokeism, all the, the crazy DEI left-wing uh, 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 programs in the federal government under the Biden administration, and also something a, a spending bill that keeps the Hyde Amendment pro-life protections in place to prevent taxpayer dollars to go to fund abortion. And um, we have two weeks to pull that off, so we're we're all sitting back and waiting for a deal to come together between the the House and the Senate, and we're still a long ways off from that happening. As you prepare to run for the Senate, uh, as you are, um, you are finishing what three terms, four terms in the House. Um, as as you look at that, are you still a little surprised at some of the things that require a huge fight? Things that you and me would just sound like normal common sense to get them passed and to get it done. I mean, it's like we're taking everything that's normal and right and righteous, and we're setting it aside to make sure that we protect everything on the left, which normal, right, and righteous doesn't seem to describe a whole lot of that. Yeah, that's well put. You know, when I look over at the Senate, um, I want to see more of a fight. I want to see the Republicans fight back against the radical left. And let me tell you, I'm, I'm running for the Senate to replace Senator Mike Braun is running for governor, and I got I got a good role model because today Mike Braun is holding up the appropriations packages in the Senate and demanding that they go through a regular process, a regular order, that there's an opportunity to pass amendments to cut wasteful spending, and he's also demanding that they cut and and end uh, a banned earmarks once again. So Mike Braun is fighting the fight in the Senate. I'm doing what I can to fight the fight uh, in the House uh, with House conservatives to try to fight back on wasteful spending. But we need more fighters, definitely, especially in the United States Senate, who are, who are doing what Mike Braun's doing uh, right now, exactly today, to try to do that. You know, and moving chess pieces around, and I'm not really seeking an opinion from you on this. I don't want you to say something you're not comfortable with. Um, but I think Mike Braun would be the next best step for governor of Indiana, some of that conservatism that he has shown and flashed from time to time on the Senate floor, I wouldn't mind seeing that coming out of the number one office down there at the State House. But then it only makes sense, though, that if Mike Braun steps away to do that, we need somebody like Jim Banks to be the one to step in there. And I've just, I've not been with you yet down in the southern part of the state as you've can, campaigned. I've just got to believe that that's the same thing you're hearing down there. Uh, everywhere I go, uh, Pat, every corner of the state, from Lake County to Evansville, Vanderburgh County to southeast Indiana, um, 
Jeffersonville, Clark County, uh, and, and Republicans in rural counties and uh, all over the state, places that I, they don't know me as well. I, 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 I've only represented our corner of the state, but everywhere I go, Republicans are hungry for a, a, a fighter, someone to fight back against the radical left to save this country, because Hoosiers understand what's at stake, that the, these radical Democrats are trying to destroy our country. And one way that they're doing it, by the way, is driving up the national debt, Bidenomics, $32 trillion national debt, ma- massive bloating of the federal government and spending more and devaluing um, our inheritance, our, our, um, our, 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 our bank accounts and our, our livelihood and our ability to, to strive to, to make the American dream and pass it on to our kids. So I hear it everywhere I go. It's not just about electing a Republican. It's about sending a Republican to the Senate who's not going to go along to get along. And, and that, that's what I've been in the House. That's what I'm going to be in the Senate, too. Well, and, and when we say to get a Republican in the Senate, that is a huge part of it, but also a conservative Republican. Hearing word today that it looks like Mitt Romney is choosing that he's not going to run again from the state of Utah um, I'm hoping that the state of Utah has it in and amongst themselves to find the best thing to replace him, which has got to be better than another term of Mitt Romney. Yeah, that, th- this is good for the Republican Party. It's good for America. Mitt Romney, happy retirement. Replace him with someone who's going to who's going to actually push back against the madness. And I'm, I'm sure that Utah Republicans can find somebody who's better. So this is this is good news, I believe. And and I think there'll be a lot, a lot more. This is what I'm excited about going to the Senate, Pat, because I think there's, there are a lot more dominoes to fall. I mean, there's a, a generation of old school Republicans who are still in the United States Senate today that we need to replace with the new Republican fighters of the Trump era who understand what's at stake and understand how to fight back and not go along to get along. And, and in the House, you're seeing a lot of that. You're seeing the fight in the House. We need we need to take that fight to the Senate. Yeah, uh, real quick before we step away from this, uh, the congressman has graciously agreed to do two segments with me today so that we can get a lot in. We've got about two minutes left in this segment, but looking at the Masa Act and everything, Congressman Banks, uh, this is uh, a sanctions bill, which is the toughest sanctions bill on Iran. I cannot believe that the Biden administration is bending over backwards, a.k.a. Obama administration, to again kiss the hand and the ring of Iran. And it's going to t- come back just like before, and we will pay for it, I believe, in terrorist activity from Iran. Yes. Uh, you got to do a little bit of a history lesson here to talk about the, the really bad uh, and dangerous Iran nuclear deal under Obama. Remember the, the, the pallets of cash that he was sending uh, to Iran that they funneled to Hezbollah, Hamas, and other terrorist groups who want to wipe Israel off the map and who chant death to America. And Trump got us out of that. Remember, he campaigned on it. He said this is a bad deal for America yep. and for Israel, and he got us out of it. Biden, since he's been in office, has been trying to renegotiate the deal and get us back. He's hell-bent on getting us back into a deal. He hasn't been able to do it, so his backdoor way of doing it is to pay this $6 billion ransom. And we know where that money is going to go. It's going to be funneled to terrorist groups by the Ayatollah, the, the regime in Iran, um, the, the stuff that they do to their own people, the stuff that they, that they threaten to do to our allies in the Middle East and to America. And we have to stop them from it. We have, we have Biden uh, going overboard trying to appease the biggest state sponsor of terrorism in the world. And 
I'm, I'm really proud of the MASA Act, the bill that, that uh, I introduced. Uh, it was passed uh, yesterday broadly, only three votes in the House against it, passed with broad bipartisan support, and it forces the toughest sanctions to be enforced on Iran, um, uh, definitely under this administration, um, since the Trump administration. It forces the, the Biden administration's hands to enforce the sanctions and be tough on Iran instead of what what they've been doing, trying to appease and reward Iran for their bad activities. So hopefully the Senate will take it up and pass it, force President Biden to do the right thing and, and uh, sign it into law and uh, and go after the, the terrorist regime in Iran that um, that that uh, fully deserves it. Stepping away for just a moment after this break, we'll be back with 3rd District Congressman Jim Banks straight ahead. And welcome back, everybody, here on this stunning Thursday afternoon here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Glad you're with us. This is that time every week when we stop and we meet with our 3rd District Congressman, this time from Washington, D.C., there in his office, 3rd District Congressman Jim Banks. Congressman Banks, good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Pat. Good to be with you. Nice to have you here. You sound just slightly tired. <laughs> It's been one of those weeks. It's the first week back in session after a uh, seven-week August recess. So we're back at it. Uh, unfortunately, it's not going well. And anyone who's out there who's watching, we have two weeks to go to pass a spending bill to keep the government open and to avert a government shutdown. And uh, we're going to end the week uh, later today without passing one of those appropriations bills to fund uh, defense and and uh, to fund the, 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 the Pentagon budget. So I don't know how this is all going to turn out. I mean, I, I, as a conservative, I'm not going to vote for anything that doesn't drastically cut spending and also defund wokeism, all the, the crazy DEI left-wing uh, 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 programs in the federal government under the Biden administration and also something a, a spending bill that keeps the Hyde Amendment pro-life protections in place to prevent taxpayer dollars to go to fund abortion and um, we have two weeks to pull that off so we're, we're all sitting back and waiting for a deal to come together between the the House and the Senate and we're still a long ways off from that happening as you prepare to run for the Senate uh, as you are um, you are finishing what three terms four terms in the House um, as, as you look at that, are you still a little surprised at some of the things that require a huge fight, things that you and me would just sound like normal common sense to get them passed and to get it done? I mean, it's like we're taking everything that's normal and right and righteous and we're setting it aside to make sure that we protect everything on the left, which normal, right, and righteous doesn't seem to describe a whole lot of that. Yeah, that's well put. You know, when I look over at the Senate, um, I want to see more of a fight. I want to see the Republicans fight back against the radical left. And let, let me tell you, I'm, I'm running for the Senate to replace Senator Mike Braun, who's running for governor. And I got I got a good role model because today Mike Braun is holding up the appropriations packages in the Senate and demanding that they go through a regular process, a regular order, that there's an opportunity to pass amendments to cut wasteful spending. And he's also demanding that they cut and, and end uh, a banned earmarks once again. So Mike Braun is fighting the fight in the Senate. I'm doing what I can to fight the fight uh, in the House uh, with House conservatives to try to fight back on wasteful spending. But we need more fighters, definitely, especially in the United States Senate, who are, who are doing what Mike Braun's doing 
uh, right now, exactly today, to try to do that. You know, and moving chess pieces around, and I'm not really seeking an opinion from you on this. I don't want you to say something you're not comfortable with. Um, but I think Mike Braun would be the next best step for governor of Indiana. Some of that conservatism that he has shown and flashed from time to time on the Senate floor, I wouldn't mind seeing that coming out of the number one office down there at the State House. But then it only makes sense, though, that if Mike Braun steps away to do that, we need somebody like Jim Banks to be the one to step in there. And I've just I've not been with you yet down in the southern part of the state as you've campaigned. I've just got to believe that that's the same thing you're hearing down there. Uh, everywhere I go, uh, Pat, every corner of the state from Lake County to Evansville, Vanderbilt County to southeast Indiana, um, Jeffersonville, Clark County uh, and, and Republicans in rural counties and uh, all over the state, places that I they don't know me as well. I, 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 I've only represented our corner of the state, but everywhere I go, Republicans are hungry for a, a, a fighter someone to fight back against the radical left to save this country because Hoosiers understand what's at stake, that the, these radical Democrats are trying to destroy our country. And one way that they're doing it, by the way, is driving up the national debt, Bidenomics, $32 trillion national debt, ma- massive bloating of the federal government and spending more and devaluing um, our inheritance, our, our, um, our, 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 our bank accounts and our, our livelihood and our ability to, to strive to, to make the American dream and pass it on to our kids. So I hear it everywhere I go. It's not just about electing a Republican. It's about sending a Republican to the Senate who's not going to go along to get along. And, and that, that's what I've been in the House is what I'm going to be in the Senate, too. Well, and, and when we say to get a Republican in the Senate, that is a huge part of it. But also a conservative Republican hearing word today that it looks like Mitt Romney is choosing that he's not going to run again from the state of Utah. Um, I'm hoping that the state of Utah has it in and amongst themselves to find the best thing to replace him, which has got to be better than another term of Mitt Romney. Yeah, that, th- this is good for the Republican Party. It's good for America. Mitt Romney, happy retirement. Replace him with someone who's going to who's going to actually push back against the madness. And I'm, I'm sure that Utah Republicans can find somebody who's better. So this is this is good news, I believe. And I think there'll be a lot, a lot more. This is what I'm excited about going to the Senate, Pat, because I think there's, there are a lot more dominoes to fall. I mean, there's a, a generation of old school Republicans who are still in the United States Senate today that we need to replace with the new Republican fighters of the Trump era who understand what's at stake and understand how to fight back and not go along to get along. And, and in the House, you're seeing a lot of that. You're seeing the fight in the House. We need we need to take that fight to the Senate. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we step away from this, uh, the congressman has graciously agreed to do two segments with me today so that we can get a lot in. We've got about two minutes left in this segment. But looking at the MASA Act and everything, Congressman Banks, uh, this is uh, a sanctions bill, which is the toughest sanctions bill on Iran. I cannot believe that the Biden administration is bending over backwards, a.k.a. Obama administration, to again kiss the hand and the ring of Iran. And it's going to come back just like before, and we will pay for it, I believe, in terrorist activity from Iran. Yes. Uh, you got to do a little bit of a history lesson here to talk about the the really bad uh, and dangerous Iran nuclear deal under Obama. Remember the, the, the pallets of cash that he was sending to Iran that they funneled to Hezbollah, Hamas, and other terrorist groups 
who want to wipe Israel off the map and who chant death to America. And Trump got us out of that. Remember, he campaigned on it. He said this is a bad deal for America yep. and for Israel, and he got us out of it. Biden, since he's been in office, has been trying to renegotiate the deal and get us back. He's hell-bent on getting us back into a deal. He hasn't been able to do it, so his backdoor way of doing it is to pay this $6 billion ransom. And we know where that money's going to go. It's going to be funneled to terrorist groups by the Ayatollah, the, the regime in Iran, um, the, the stuff that they do to their own people, the stuff that they, that they threaten to do to our allies in the Middle East and to America. And we have to stop them from it. We have, we have Biden uh, going overboard trying to appease the biggest state sponsor of terrorism in the world. And I'm, I'm really proud of the MASA Act, the bill that, that uh, I introduced uh, it was passed uh, yesterday broadly, only three votes in the House against it, passed with broad bipartisan support. And it forces the toughest sanctions to be enforced on Iran, um, uh, it, definitely under this administration, um, since the Trump administration. It forces the, the Biden administration's hands to enforce the sanctions and be tough on Iran instead of what they've been doing, trying to appease and reward Iran for their bad activities. So hopefully the Senate will take it up and pass it, force President Biden to do the right thing and, and uh, sign it into law and, uh, and go after the, the terrorist regime in Iran that, um, that, that uh, fully deserves it. Stepping away for just a moment after this break, we'll be back with 3rd District Congressman Jim Banks. Straight ahead. Podcasts by Federated Media. 